All right, we are back. It's the Two TV Sports, it's the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again before the conference championship round of the NFL. Huge weekend coming up. We got the Niners versus the Eagles. We got Joe Burrow and the Bengals versus Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's going to be a great weekend of football. Back-to-back games on Saturday. No, we haven't been with you guys since the playoffs started. We're going to do a little playoff recap, get into some bets that we've made on the conference championship, talk a little bit about the Super Bowl and maybe some off-season quarterback moves. Jerry, it's great to talk to you today. Let's get this podcast going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lots of football. This divisional round uh, didn't live up to last year's. I mean, I guess I guess it's really hard to top that uh, Bills Chiefs overtime uh, game of last year that will go down in history as one of the most fun games ever played with stakes. Um, yeah, I mean, we haven't talked probably since the regular season end, and uh, I'm excited to go. let's go back all the way to the wild card and uh, what happened there. Yeah, Jerry, it's been a it's been a pretty chalk playoffs. I mean. I'm in a I'm in a playoff uh, little like bracket pool basically where you pick every game to start the uh, before the playoffs started and I've gotten one game wrong. Um, can you guess which game that is? I'm gonna go with Jags Chargers. I had the Jags. I had no faith in the Chargers. Uh, you going as a Vikings Giants? That had to be. It was it was Vikings Giants. Yeah. Uh, that game, I, I, I was struggling to pick, but I was like, there's no way the Vikings, what they went 13 and four. I've been hearing so much talk. Like, how are you going to lose to the giants at home? And I had the opposite. I was on the chargers going into the game and I was on the giants going into the game. So I called the giants upset and missed the chargers, but did live bet the chart of the Jags down. because I figured, Hey, why not? We've seen stranger things happen. That's not when they were all the way down. This was really early on when they were only down 14. Um, so, but yeah, so that comeback was crazy. Can't believe Staley held on to his job after that. They fired the offensive coordinator, which I don't think makes that much sense. Like, you were up 31. Like, <laughs> I don't, you know, like, it doesn't make sense to me why you fired the OC. Yeah, and they scored 30 points. Him. I mean, they, they, yeah, they didn't perform great in the second half. I was So I was watching that game at an engagement party. I was kind of in and out. But I did see the first drive of the, of the third quarter. It was 27-7 uh, Chargers. And they were driving, start the third quarter. I was like, okay, if they score here, they're going to win. If they don't score here, I could easily see them losing. And they punted. Jacksonville came down, scored a touchdown. It Momentum was a, went thir- quick on that one. Yeah, 13-point game. And at that point, I was like, yeah, the Chargers are screwed. I mean, <laughs> See, I figured Chargers. the Chargers would Charger at some point in the playoffs. I just didn't think it would be that early. Um, even if they lost a close game, I could have seen that, but to go up by that much and then lose that game. I mean, that's inexcusable. Um, at that yeah. point you got a clean house and they didn't, and they're going to the same fate. But, yeah. The reason they didn't clean house. I mean, I get not firing Staley. This is like the best season they've had in a while and they're, they're cheap. Um, and they didn't want to pay two coaches, but I, I think that like, with Herbert, they're going to need to get a real, a real offensive coach but in there to help. They're blowing the window of opportunity with Herbert. You have the money to pay the people around Herbert now. While he's still on his rookie deal. When that's up, you're going to have to back up the Brinks truck for Herbert, and then they're going to be stuck paying Herbert and Staley, who's not, you know, who I don't think should be their coach of the future. Yeah, I, I thought. I mean, they should have hired Brian Dable, and I was saying that at the time. I thought he would have been a great match with Herbert. Uh, he's a good coach, and. They fucked up. 
Um, He's a good coach. And what, what's, cra- what's, what's crazy, too, is that with the Mahomes injury, I mean, who knows, the same thing would have happened. But, like, the Chargers would have had a chance to beat the Chiefs and potentially go to the conference championship game against the Bengals, uh, which which um, would have definitely been uh, an interesting matchup between Burrow and Herbert. But Chargers will, will charge her. Um, what else in this round did we – I mean, the, Brady talk in here while we're still in the wild yeah, card. Now? Yeah, um, yeah, Brady. I mean, I, I bet on the Cowboys that game. I sure. knew the, the, te- I, the Bucks team was bad. No, no questions there. I don't think Brady plays for the Bucks again. He's going to go somewhere else. He's not retiring. You heard it not here first. You heard it everywhere that he's not retiring. Um, I think there's a lot of rumors about him going to the Raiders with McDaniel's and everything. But I think honestly, a great fit for him is the Jets, and I know that's been floated out too. He can come back, stick it to Belichick. Great defense. Garrett Wilson on offense. Um, you have Michael Carter and Reese Hall, who's going to be healthy next season. I think that roster's loading if he wants to win. New York's the spot. Still on the East Coast. Um, bit huge market. Like, what other? What else is he looking for? Like, I don't, you know. We've seen, we saw yeah. Brett Favre go to a Vikings jersey. You know what I mean? Like, it's not unheard of for, for these great quarterbacks to go to a rival. Yeah, I I could, I just, I don't know. With Brady, I think going to the Jets, sure. I mean, they just have a decent team, but is that like, is he really going to start fresh going to a, a team like that? Dude, you could have really said the young. same thing about Tampa. Are you really going to go to Tampa? There's no history of winning. He got them a Super Bowl. He's going to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but he was a little, he was a little younger back then. And I think he was a little bit better. And, and it's like, I get, I like, I would understand if he goes to the was a little younger. He was 41 or 42 at the time. Like, (laughs) yeah, like if he was going to leave after 35, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I think he should retire. Like, I don't really get what else he has to prove. Like, he doesn't sure if he wins left in the tank, apparently. And I'm here for it. I also think sneaky, maybe not sneaky, but Niners has always been linked to him. He's from the Bay. You know, they don't really have their quarterback set up. We're going to talk about Purdy in a second, what we make of him. Um, and Trey Lance potentially competing next year. Jimmy G won't be the factor, but you know, do you place one of those guys with Brady? I think you might have to entertain that idea. Yeah, I don't know about it. that. That would be one team, I guess, that it could potentially work. Like with Brady, you need a great O line. I mean, he he can't really move at all, and he's throwing the ball. Like if he senses any pressure, he's just getting rid of it. So he doesn't That's take true. Hits, he is checking down is, or getting rid of it way way quicker. Um, at this Which point. is understandable. I mean, he's like 50 years old. Yeah. He he can't get hurt. His career will probably be over. So I think he, going to a team with a good line is priority number one for him. I'm not sure that's the Jets. Uh, the Niners the Niners line is is decent. I think, I think it's, it's just the Niners' weapons would would uh, attract him. So yeah, I I think the Ni- I think he would definitely be interested in going to the Niners. It's more about if the Niners trust Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, or if they right. want to bring in uh, at that point forty six year old Brady. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Rogers. Um, yeah. If I were the if I were the Niners, I would definitely consider it. I don't think I think Brock Purdy is a product of the system, and he was throwing some ducks up uh, last week. I, we'll get to those games in a minute, but. Uh, how about um, anything Anything else from round one? I mean, I think Buffalo, we saw round one, they were shaky, and then they ended up showing that even more in round two. Uh, Lamar holding out, or I guess being injured, who really knows? But uh, round one kind of sucked. I mean, there were some d- interesting games, like, but overall, I feel like the football, the level of 
play was just not incredibly high. There are not that many games. I was like that. No, I, uh, I told you when about. we first went to this, this crazy, not this crazy, super wild card weekend. Um, I, I missed the, the one and two seeds getting a bye. Um, I think it's diluted the playoffs a little bit. Like we saw the seven seeds get walloped. Um, and, yeah, the two yeah. versus seven is just not not really a good game. It's a like, it's a really really competitive good team versus a very like mediocre team that happened to get a tiebreaker to get in. Um, yeah, yeah, not not in favor of it. I think the, I get it. The NFL is going for a money grab. They extended the week the season to eighteen weeks, um, and they have this extra playoff round, this extra two playoff matchups, and I think it's diluted the product, which which really sucks. And I think it gives the one seed just an overwhelming um, like path. Now, whereas before, like you've seen the Pats get in the Super Bowl from like a two seed, and at least at that point, like you'd have the one and the two seed equally having to play one match before the conference championship. Whereas now it's one game versus two, and it does take a toll. So, yeah, in favor. Yep. Uh, all right, on to the divisional round. Um, I, I I like the matchups here, but I just also didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't expect most of these games to be awfully close and none of them really were. Uh, I guess we can start off with the first game, Jacksonville at KC. Yeah. Um, Mahomes injury made that close. Uh, what do you think about the, that Mahomes injury and all that? Um, I mean, I think this game, I don't know if it was headed towards a route if he didn't get injured. I think the Chiefs like to keep it close. I think they like to keep it close where they're leading by 10 or 14 and keep the other team around to keep keep us entertained because they know they can put them out whenever they want to. Um, I mean, I don't think the, the Chiefs winning was ever in question in that game, uh, whether Mahomes came back or not. It's more about, like, this is a severe injury. Like, Mac Jones was out three weeks, and, like, this is not something to take lightly. They're going to shoot him up. He'll be out there. I just don't know how mobile he'll be, and we can talk about this game against Cincy coming up. But uh, I think, I think uh, he might be in trouble there, mobility wise. Uh, come, come this. Yeah, summer. I mean, he was really struggling to move. At, at the, I mean, right after and, he got hurt, it, and that's when the adrenaline's going, and and like you're going to be at your like highest ability to move. A week later, when everything's cooled off, um, it's the first week after injury. I mean, that's you know the most precarious spot to be in. So yeah, and he he did look amazing in the first quarter of that game. But I was also just like, why are you running around so much in a game that you're gonna win? You're taking all these hits, and then he took one extra hit and got hurt. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm not gonna say it's a little bit of a freak thing because like it is football and stuff like this happens. But he did get rolled up on from behind. It's not like, I mean, I don't think it was any play like out of the ordinary. So I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna fault him for like running around in a playoff game. That is their style of play. Like him both inside. He gets outside the pocket at least like five, 10 times a game. So like, it's not like, I'm not going to chastise Mahomes for playing like he usually does, <laughs> especially when he like it's win or go home. So. Yeah. No, hey, I just yeah. thought it was a little bit reckless. Like he's taking hits left and right. But that's Mahomes style like... of play. Like he, he plays with a reckless abandonment at times. And that's what like makes it allows him to be so great. Yeah. I mean, that's, he certainly looked great until he got hurt. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see his injury. I know the line's been moving around crazy for that game. Like yep. it, earlier yep. people were saying how he may not play, which was ridiculous. Now they're saying he might be fine. I, I think he's going to play, but I don't think he'll be fine is really what it comes yeah. to. Yeah, I agree. Um, Philly just kicked the shit out of the Giants. It so was 
pretty much expected. It's I was going to say, I didn't see that coming. I thought it was going to be close because they're division rivals. And because the Eagles had beaten them twice, I figured the Giants would have a little something for them. Within the first, you know, half of the first quarter, we knew the game was going to be over. And I did not see the Giants coming out flat-footed after the upset to the Vikings. I thought it would be a seven-point game. I took the Giants on the spread, seven and a half, figuring they'll keep it within a touchdown. Um, and they didn't. I mean, they absolutely got blown out. I was completely wrong about that. I thought Dable would have something for them or be able to make some sort of adjustment. And the Eagles looked absolutely overwhelming um, back to their back to their first month of the season, early September for him. So that was scary to see from, from that side. And honestly, A.J. Brown didn't even get involved in that game, which was even scarier. So I'm expecting bigger things from him this this upcoming uh, Sunday. Yeah, the, the Eagles, um, I'm not the guy who's saying, like, the Eagles are the best team by far. Like, some people are saying now after the Giants, but um, – their their roster is just much better than the Giants. Like, yep. and they're playing at home in Philly with a week at off. Night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I should have seen. Like, I should have saw it coming. You know what I mean? It's on me for taking the Giants. Um, but I, I figure, I I figure hey, Eagles. if the Giants win, I'm happy because I bet on them. If they lose, I'm happy because the Giants get eliminated. It was a win win for me. It's all good. Yeah. Well, Philly rolls on. Um, Cincy at Buffalo. I bet on Cincy plus five in that game. I thought that line was ridiculous. Um, yeah, of course. They, they they rolled. Uh, I think we've seen it for a few weeks now. Uh, Cincy just their offense with Chase and Higgins and Mixon. Uh, even Hurst is getting involved. Like Boyd and of course Burrow is is probably the best that you can get in the NFL right now. Yeah, Burrow's a bad man. He's uh he is the Tom Brady of this generation, and Patrick Mahomes is Peyton Manning. Even though Pat, he did get a ring, Mahomes beat him to it. Um, there's something about Joe cool there that, uh, he's not going away. This man is a competitor. There's something in him that like, unless he is absolutely injured and can't move, like when he tore his ACL, this dude's coming for you. And he is taking no prisoners when he does it. Um, this is just awesome to see how cold blooded, uh, Joe Burrow is, especially in this yeah. year of his career. Good God. I think people need to calm down on the Burrow. Dude, I'm so in on Burrow. Takes, but I'm a, I'm a huge Burrow fan as well. Probably my, Third favorite quarterback behind dude Burrow, uh, Allen, maybe fourth. Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes are Big Ben, Manning, and and uh, Brady. Like it's the new big three we'll see. quarterbacks. We'll see. I, everyone's anointing those guys. I I mean, yes, they'll probably How be could like you that. Not? Like, well, yeah, because I mean, if someone gets hurt or if something happens, but but yeah, I, I agree. I I also just think that with when you have Chase and Higgins and Boyd, it does make yes, it makes the game like, a lot easier. Yes. Um, also, I want to note Trevor Lawrence sneaking up into that Clyde. Not there yet with the Jags, obviously. Like, but give him a year or two, he'll be right there with them. So this is an AFC, AFC quarterback, and, and you've got Herbert too. I mean, those five guys you think are going to probably be yeah. around the playoffs for yeah. their entire careers. Um, the one thing with, with Cincy, everyone was talking about how they had some linemen hurt. And um, Did not that, that, yeah, that didn't concern me all that much because uh, the guys that got hurt, I didn't think were all that good to begin with. Like, it's one thing if, if you have, you know, uh, David Bakhtiari hurt, Trent Williams hurt. Yep. Uh, it's another thing if you have, like, a very mediocre lineman hurt who can probably cu- come in, someone can come in and play almost as well. Uh, we'll see if that can be repeated next week, but uh, I, I I really like Cincy. Buffalo, 
it's just I was I mean we talked about this I've talked about with you with J Rob I was I was shocked they didn't add people at the trade deadline uh, they could have used some secondary help they could they could have used help around all I mean their they were decimated by injury on the defensive side of the ball. So, and also if you're relying on Cole Beasley midseason to come in and help your offense to go on the other side of digs. Yeah. So that's what I didn't understand. Why didn't they trade for some weapons at the deadline? I yeah. Mean, like, like Knox I is guess, a nice piece. Don't get me wrong. Like he's, he's solid tight end, but definitely just having digs in him is not enough. Yeah. And Gabe Davis is okay, but Gabe Davis I, is I'm not kind of uh, out on Gabe Davis. He's a big, like catch one ball for 40 yards or like, yeah, he's like a, yeah it's a too big play reliant. He's like a number, he's good as your number three receiver, or like if you've got a really good tight end, maybe he can be your number two. Yep. Uh, but they also don't have, they also don't run the ball. So it must no running game. So, no. So um, I think the Bills have a lot to work on this offseason. I don't know their cap situation very well, but, um, but they, they need to add some pieces and get some help for Josh Allen. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think maybe Allen has a year left on his rookie deal. I don't know if they signed him to that mega contract yet. I don't think so, but that's very closely looming. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the last game of the divisional round was uh, Dallas-San Francisco. That was the one I was most looking forward to. Yeah. Um, Mike Called McCarthy. Allen, right? I w- just go against McCarthy every round. You'll be right. You know? There you go. <laughs> Not round the one, though. Well, I mean, but, uh, fair. Fair, but also like that Bucks team is atrocious. Uh, the only reason they yeah. were into the South, I mean, as soon as they came up against anybody reasonable, uh, take the other team with the points. Like, uh, yeah, go against McCarthy every in any way you can. So that was awesome. yeah. This was a this was a battle. I mean, it really just came down to uh, that one touchdown drive that the Niners had late in the game. It seemed like whatever it was, it was close. It seemed like whatever team was going to score a touchdown, and the Niners started running the ball with some success later in the game yeah, uh, and, and, and took the dub. I, I think the thing I'm most worried about if uh, for the Niners advancing is I, Brock Purdy just didn't look very good in that game to me. I mean, he was kind of throwing up some ducks. Uh, he hit a few wide open guys, but it, it's pretty clear if it's third and long and he's got to drop back and pass and there's any pass rush in his face, like it, it's probably not going to go well for him. Uh, and the Eagles defense is a little bit better than Dallas, I think. So that, I, I don't know what you thought about Purdy, but I, he, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about him. I think that Shanahan's uh, keeping him within the system to prosper is my wordy take on Brock Purdy. I don't think he's bad, but there's a reason that he went at last in the draft. Um, and I think they're doing an amazing job of protecting him with the roster that they have. <laughs> so. Yeah, when he's got time to throw and there's open reads and he Go knows ahead. where he's going, he's great. Yeah. But if he gets off schedule and if he and if there's a pa- uh, pass rush or yeah. if the guys aren't open, like he starts doing some crazy stuff out there that I think will uh, will hurt them come come a close game against the team, especially if they're down. Like I don't really see. I don't know if he's going to be able to come back down by a few, you know, two scores on the road in Philly. Like they're going to need to get up early uh, and run so the ball. So let's talk about this Niners and Philly game. Uh, it's the first game on Sunday. Um, I kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards the Niners actually on the road here. Um, 
I don't know that the Eagles have seen a team remotely close to this Niners team. And I think they sh- like should be scared. This is not a night game. It's the first game at three. Like the day is getting going. Um, not that I think that has like a huge impact on this game, but it's like it's not the night game. It's going to be for the Giants. You know, like people are not going to have been drinking since ten in the morning uh, into like an eight p.m. game. It's going to be three. Um, I do expect the raucous Philly crowd, but honestly, what what I was thinking about most is does Brock pretty hurt you? And I was saying no in this game, and. I was thinking about the coaching, most importantly. And you have Kyle Shanahan versus Nick Sirianni. And I, as a football fan, believe in Kyle Shanahan. He's proven it time and time again. And I'm not saying Sirianni hasn't done a great job. He has. But I think he's done a great job with this loaded Eagles roster. I've seen Shanahan do a great job with not as great of a roster. And he has Brock Purdy, and he's hitting him very well so far. Purdy hasn't lost yet. Um, I think in a big spot, when it comes down to a coach's decision here, either timeout, clock management, when to call what play for, when to go for it, when not to. I think you have to give the edge to Kyle Shanahan. And so for that reason, I'm leaning towards the Niners on this one. Spread's not three yet, so I might just take a money line to win it. Uh, Right now, the Eagles are favored by two and a half, which makes sense. They're at home. And that line seems very short for me with a Brock Purdy at quarterback. Seems a little bit suspicious. Yeah, this is a hard one for me. Um, I I think... The Niners are going to have to play better than they played last week to win this game. Um, And I do think they're capable of that, but it's going to be a harder spot for them. I mean, they're not at home. They're in Philly. It's going to be cold. Um, Philly's O-line is much better than Dallas's O-line. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a little bit of more time to throw than Dak did. I think think the Eagles will score in the 20s. Um, So that... It, probably low twenties, but I think the, the Eagles will get in the twenties, and I'm I'm just not convinced that the Niners are going to get in the twenties. I think Brock Purdy is going to have to. I think they're going to have to score three touchdowns to win this game. The, the uh, thing with the Niners though, they, they can one. have an avalanche of points quick. Like we saw, they were down to the Seahawks at half, and they scored three touchdowns like that. Now the Eagles can do the were. same thing, right? Like they're explosive on offense. Um, what I'm really interested to see is Nick Bosa going up against Lane Johnson and Lane Johnson, like it's supposed to be a great matchup. Lane Johnson has been hurt. So I got to give the edge to Nick Bosa there. And it's going to be, I think it will come down to the Niners D line. Can they get pressure on Jalen hurts? I think that's really yeah, what the I, key matchup is for this game. I, I would agree. I think Jalen hurts is going to be able to run the ball a decent amount. I could see them unlocking that a little bit. Um, it's, is Brock Purdy going to go into Philly and, and like show up you know like this is no joke i mean brock purdy he's he's yes he's played well but here's who he's played he played miami at home he played tampa at home he played at seattle put up 21 points at seattle washington at home played at the raiders uh and then arizona at home seattle at home dallas at home uh so really the two kind of playoff teams he's played Seattle and Dallas. The first time he played at Seattle, 21 points. Played home versus Dallas, 19 points. Um, I kind of like Philly. I mean, I just, it, it's tough. I don't think I'm going to, I did tease Philly in the bet that I have. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, you can tease the Eagles and get, the, you know, plus odds with them. Or plus so I, I, I did I did one of those Bavada 13, 13 point sweetheart teasers. <laughs> of course. So what I, <laughs> what I have is uh, what I have is Philly. Uh, or maybe it was uh, yeah, I forget exactly, but it was, I think it was Philly plus 
10 and a half, which I like. And then I have the, I teased the, the over in that game or I teased the under, I teased the under down to 34. Nice. Okay. You should be fine with, with that going over and, and the Eagles. Um, um, yeah. I, 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 I think say, that you, wh- one of the thing about this game though, is I think to my point with the Niners and why I'm leading them is they've been in some dog fights this year and the Eagles for the most part have cruised. I think when it comes down to it, if it's a tight game, I think the Niners have the stones to hang in there and get the job done with Shanahan. I just don't know. Like, and the Eagles yeah. aren't soft. I, I don't want it to be like misconstrued. I just don't know. Like, and battle tested wrong too, because they're like, they've gone up against decent opponents, but I think the Niners path has been harder all season, especially when they were injury ridden early on. And like, I think there's just something about this yeah. team's makeup, like the willpower within this team that overwhelms. I, I would agree with that. I, I just think that I pushed back a little bit on the sense that if Brock Purdy's down on the, in the road, yeah. it, in they gotta Philly, keep it closer. Is, like, like, is, is he going to be making those throws to come back? I, I very much question that. The other um, thing to the Eagles point is that one dude on Twitter had like the, the Super Bowl champions for the next 10 years. He's been right the last four or five. And now this year he has the Eagles. So if that if that streak's gonna continue, then the Eagles will win this game. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I think the Eagles also their defense was struggling a little bit mid season. It seems like they've kind of gotten gotten some guys back and gotten together. Uh, the Niners defense, I I really like their front seven. Their secondary, I think, can be beat a little bit and. Uh, we saw that when they played the Raiders um, and gave up 34 points. We saw that a little bit against Seattle in the first half. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, Devontae had seven catches, 153 yards, and two touchdowns, and Waller had 72 yards and a touchdown. I think when they're playing these top-level weapons, um, the Amador Lenore, Tashawn Gibson, some of those guys in the Niners secondary can get overwhelmed a little bit physically. Um, so that's something I'm looking into as well as, is AJ Brown and, and, um, Devonta Smith. Will they be able to kind of, uh, you know, get some catches on that nine or secondary? I mean, um, I think you have to get AJ Brown more involved in, in this game. Yeah. I, I to win for sure. I, I kind of like Philly. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Philly. Um, in my pool though, before the season or before the playoffs started, I picked SF in this game. So. Um, I, I I really could see it either way. I mean, yeah, I think going into like this in the NFC, as a kid, the Niners are going to come out of the NFC. Um, and that was my pick. And it's like, now that they're coming up against the Eagles, I feel like I still got to stick with that. So I'll, I'll go Niners here. Um, I thought the Niners offense would look a little bit better against Dallas. I did too, but Dallas, their defense is solid. Like we've seen them go up against the Eagles and that was, that was a great fight too. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't know. That game was 30 plus points. The Eagles put up. So I don't know. I don't know. On yeah. that one. Um, uh, all right. Game two, we got Cincinnati at Kansas city. Kansas city is right now uh one point underdog at home. It opened. I think it opened that they were favored by a point and a half. And it yeah, I jumped on the Bengals real enough. quick when they were plus odds. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was smart. I, I, uh, I, put the bangles in my tees as well. Um, I, I just sure Mahomes might play, you know, or play well. Uh, 
But I think he's going to be limited, and the possibility of re-injuring that ankle to me seems incredibly high, especially if he's playing crazy like he did week one, running around, trying to do all that stuff. Um, But, you know, everyone's counting the Chiefs out, and this is a great spot for them to kind of just come out and and play well at home. Um, Mahomes doesn't need to be like MVP Mahomes for them to win this game, I don't think. No. And so I'm, I'm, you know, we've been on this pod, and I'm usually the one propping up Mahomes and like giving you all the pros of him, and you're trying to tear him down. And all you're that. the Collinsworth. Yeah, exactly. Now, look at this guy. Just, I mean, he can do everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think this time we've seen Joe Burrow. I've told you he's the best man on the planet right now. We've seen him go into Cincy last year and take it. Uh, Chase playing out of his mind. Higgins having an amazing season. Mixon firing. Defense as a collective unit is humming and buzzing around this field. Um, we just saw them shut down an explosive Buffalo team, even though we did just poo poo their offense a little bit <laughs> earlier. Um, I think, dude, I think the Bengals go in there and get the job done once again and return to the Super Bowl. I think this team is not overwhelming, but I think they know how to handle the Chiefs. They've been there before, not afraid of the moment. They have that look in their eye. They're hungry. They lost last year's Super Bowl by by a touchdown, one miss, missed. It wasn't even a missed play. Aaron Donald got the sack before Burrow could get the ball downfield to chase. Uh, they know how close they were. They were ahead of schedule last year. This is their year, and Mahomes is injured at the wrong time for for the Chiefs. So I think uh, healthy Burrow goes in there and gets the job done once again. He's three zero yeah. the Chiefs, by the way. Which usually you would think the tide swings back, but with an injury to to you know the best player on the Chiefs, it's gonna be tough, really tough for them. Yeah, I I pick. Um, I picked the Bengals as well. I think what's interesting is the over-under for this game's at 47, the over-under for the Niner game's at 46 and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd think that this game would be a little bit higher scoring, but um, but maybe they're factoring in the Mahomes injury a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals do like to run the ball. Um, well, the Bengals can score in a lot of different ways, whether it's run the ball down your throat or spread it out wide. Like they can, I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter for them. I feel like, though, Kelsey's going to have to have another day, kind of like the 14 catches he had for the Chiefs to, you know, have a chance at this one, which is going to be tough. That you, like, you know the Bengals are going to, you know, team up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're going to have to try to – I mean, the Chiefs, if you take Kelsey away, there's, they, they do have weapons, but it's, it's no one who's incredibly reliable. They do. But you can't be relying on Marquez Valdez-Scantling, as you very well know. I do like Kadarius Tony yeah. quite a bit, but also like they're still working him into the offense, even at this point in the season after the trade. So it's like I, I, I would have loved to see more. And, like, dude, there's only so many times you can dump it to Jarek McKinnon for five yards on, like, a semi-screen or a check down. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I like the Bengals. Their, their offense is just going to be more dynamic than the Chiefs, especially with Mahomes hurt. Um, that would – but I never want to count out the Chiefs at home with Mahomes. <laughs> and, no, but we've seen him lose the Pats at home. We've seen him lose the Bengals at home. It's not like like I agree. Go in in a, in a conference championship game. The natural thing would be like, okay, the home team like they have the huge edge, the crowd edge, the crowd, everything like that. Like the Jags only lost by seven. It's the Jags. You're bringing in the Bengals now against an injured Mahomes. Like I don't like I get the lines only one towards the Bengals, and you can't make it anything more than three because you have Mahomes, the Chiefs at home in an AFC championship game. The line's going to be tight. But dude, I think the Bengals cover one easily, especially like so. It's not too late to jump on them. Like, I yeah, I yeah. just don't see this game being like that, like down to the wire. Even I think like 
the Bengals are able to go in there and show them who's boss and come out and be like, yeah, like we knew we were going to be here. Like this is our destiny. Yeah. This is our road back. I like I like the cats as well. Um, will you say that they're your Super Bowl pick right now, or? Well, so it, yes, but uh, so here's the thing: I have the Niners coming out of the NFC right now, and so I think once Brock Purdy, if he wins this game, gets the Super Bowl, you have Purdy versus Burrow, and the Bengals are just on a revenge path. And I think you know at that point the Bengals get it done. Um, and you know, it, maybe the bright lights aren't too bright for him in the Super Bowl if they weren't too big in the NFC Championship game for Purdy. And that's something we're going to have to see against the Eagles. Now, if it's Eagles v. Bengals, ooh, that is a tough one. That is a toss-up. We're going to have to pot again before I make a a decision on that one. But right now, I'm taking the Bengals as my Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, wow. The lowest lowest seed is is the favorite. Yeah, I... I, For me. For me. I think odds-on favorite is the Eagles if if it's in the betting markets. I'd probably go with the Bengals, too. Um, But... But uh, I'm not definitely not sleeping on the on. It's the, not good that we're on the same page because really. usually if we are, we're wrong about it, and it's gonna go against us. But I hope you know it would be nice to see the Bengals, at, especially with Cincy not winning anything forever, like that franchise. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, same, uh, same here. All right, uh, Jerry. One one last thing I want to talk about is the is the Aaron. We talked about the Brady saga, the Aaron Rodgers saga. And I texted J Rob earlier today. I was listening to a podcast. They brought it up. Uh, would you be interested in Aaron Rodgers on the New England Patriots next year? Yeah, hundred percent. I was listening to New England uh, sports talk radio. Flipped it on. They go, yeah, you get Billy O'Brien, Aaron Rodgers, and DeAndre Hopkins. Well, so far, I thought they were out of their minds, like being ridiculous Homer New England fans, obnoxious as usual. Um, and I get annoyed with like New England hosts that do that. We got Billy O'Brien. Rumors are DeAndre Hopkins is in Bill Belichick is in hot pursuit of DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think they're going to pull off Aaron Rodgers. I don't really care the need to want Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't really affect me. I think if you get D Hop, you bring in Billy O'Brien, you see what you have with Mac Jones, you get him a weapon, see what he actually is. Like I don't think you can take away anything on Mac Jones with with a defensive coordinator calling the plays last year for him. I mean, it's ridiculous. And he was also injured midway through the season. I say you give Mac another year. Get him a solid weapon like D Hop or a stud wide receiver with the 14th or 15th overall pick this year in the draft, and see what you got. You're still on the rookie deal; doesn't hurt you to roll him out for another year. So, so do you want Rodgers or not? Yeah, I'll take Rodgers if the price is right for sure. What's for sure, the, but I don't think we have the cap space to take on that 50 million dollar deal. So, I'm, I, I what, don't would, what would you be willing to give up? Mac Jones. <laughs> would you give up a first round pick? I mean. Yeah, I think you'd have to if, if he's going to commit to play the two years he's going to. So, I don't think he's going to be retiring anytime soon. I mean, he's going to go to Brady and play until 44, 45. Maybe not that long, but I, I just, I, I, I've been listening to him on with McAfee and like listening to his post game press conferences. And I think he's done in Green Bay, but I don't yeah, think he's, he's not done, done playing, playing football. football. Like, All the things about like, him possibly retiring, he wants to come back, just not with Green Bay. Yeah, he doesn't have like a family. He doesn't have a like. He doesn't have that many responsibilities. Like he yeah. still he loves, loves playing. Football. He definitely does. I think the Packers, yeah. dude. He was injured for sure this season. The Packers roster didn't have it, and he didn't have chemistry with their receivers after uh, Devontae left. So all that culminating together made him look like he was getting older. All that. No, this dude's coming off of back-to-back MVPs the two prior seasons. He's got plenty left in the tank. I'm not buying that he's retiring. He's got plenty left. I would yeah, love him I mean, on my team. It's I'm not. not I'm not saying he's you know a top five top three quarterback right now, but top 10 probably. Um, 
Dude, you put Rodgers and Belichick together, sign me up. Like, (laughs) I'm not saying no to that. Yeah, and I think he's got a few more years left. So, uh, Some team should go after him. I don't know exactly who the best team for that would be. The Patriots would be interesting because of the Belichick factor. He's Belichick is not going to be along around for like that much longer. I feel like he needs to find a find a quarterback. Um, people are talking about the Jets. I mean, same thing with Brady though. Is if, I don't know if the Jets really like Darren Rodgers really going to be like I need to go to the Jets. Like that's the team, you know. Like I don't I don't really know if that's the case. Um, Pittsburgh maybe uh, or Baltimore. I was thinking. Could be interesting. Um, Tennessee, maybe. Tennessee's roster, though, has just been getting a lot worse. Um, I don't know. The G-Men, maybe? It's going to be fun offseason for Mr. Rogers there. Yeah. Well, see, there's not, like, there's not, like, that many teams other than the Niners that you just identify as, like, all right, they're a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. The Giants would be interesting if they move on from from Danny Dimes. Um, Panthers maybe could be interesting, but but like I was saying, there's yeah, there's really not. But do you that think he he has like the same the same potential teams like Brady does? Like it's like the Raiders and the Jets too. Like I, I like I think those are the two leads for for Brady. But like I don't I haven't heard any like uh, leading candidates for where Rogers going to go. Yeah, what he uh, wants I mean, to go. People... I guess maybe it's up to him. You know, I don't know if he has a no trade clause or not. Yeah, well, that's the thing is he is under contract still versus Brady, who's just a free agent. So I feel like with Brady, it's more going to be like a team who just wants to like sign someone to a relative, like a kind of a cheaper deal who, but with Rogers, it's like you, they've got to make a trade and he's got this huge cap hit, but it's also with Rogers is probably better at the moment. And he's got a few more years. So, so I, well, I think it's also I, like if you're getting a guy like Aaron Rodgers, what is the team giving up to get him? You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah, just say hypothetically it's the Raiders. They would never do this and give Devontae Adams and like a pick for Rodgers. Like it's not actually beneficial to your team if you're trading for a guy like that. Yeah, I think it would be more more like, uh, you know, like a second like this, like a second round pick plus a conditional first round pick if he plays two years or something. But then if you're only giving up a pick and no cap space, you're going to have to take on $50 million of cap, which not that like two teams have, maybe. Yeah. And he, he might try to rework the deal. Yeah. If you, if you, if you spread that money out over more years and tack on more at the back end of the deal, but he would have to guarantee it at his age to have it. If you spread it out like four years, you know, 150 million instead of like two years, a hundred million. So Something yeah, like that. yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it, but I just, I, it's, I just don't see like great fits for either of these guys. I'm sure some will emerge. You think New England and Pittsburgh are two, two good coaches? Dude, I Who, like the idea of. Are... of uh, I'm uh, sorry, I didn't bring this up earlier, but the idea of uh, Brady flirting with the Pats again. I don't think it'll happen. But Billy O back there was his offense coordinator for four years. Um, I, I don't think he comes back, but for the reasons that he left, we don't have any offensive weapons. So, yeah, I think that would be if he can get Hopkins to come back. I just, Dude, if you trade for Hopkins, Brady's back in the discussion. I don't like 
I don't think he's ruled out a return to New England. Like, yeah, I definitely agree. I think New England. I, I'm not sold on Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. I think they should be in the dude, market for I would a quarterback. Kick out Mac Jones in a second to bring back Tom Brady. Are you kidding me? I watched <laughs> this dude for 20 years. Like, what are we? What are we talking? We're not doing. We're not taking Mac Jones over Brady. Any? No, anybody that says that is out of their mind. I don't care that Brady's 46. Bring him back. I told you he could play there as long as he wants. He's earned it. Six rings with us. Like, what? What are we doing here? Like, yeah, bring bring Brady back to the past. Um, Jerry, anything else you want to talk about today before we uh, get out of here? The PGA Tour kicking back up. This is going to be great. Also, in another month, the Netflix doc following uh, all the golfers from between Liv and the PGA Tour is going to be absolutely awesome. Keep your eye on that. I think it's February 24th. It could be the 15th, one of those two weeks. Um, that's going to be really exciting with the drama there. Um, we'll have yeah. to, uh, we'll have to yeah, talk Tory about Pines that. this week. Wow. Yeah. That's always fun. Pebble beach the week after Aaron Rodgers is playing. I don't think I'll be going though. I'll be up in Seattle, but, uh, that'll be fun. And then, uh, you got Riviera and then we're off the masters will be here before we know it. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, it took, uh, it took some time off of work to, to watch the masters this year so I can worry carefree oh, hell yeah. a case of beer it's gonna be a good time you know no snapshots of me during work with the masters on i'll be fully committed this year i cannot wait cannot wait yeah that's that. actually a great call jerry maybe i should take a day off too april 6th and 7th thursday friday you will not catch me working you will see me <laughs> me in front of the tv all day long all right jerry well it's good to talk to you we'll be uh, back soon with a super bowl preview and for now to do tv sports is signing off mike